add a bit of sunshine to your home with Easy Living Furniture's Garden Furniture Sale with stunning dining sets, cracking egg chairs and relaxing sun loungers that are in stock and ready for delivery there really is something for everyone and with an extra 10% off sale prices and free delivery over 399 now really is the time to let your garden shine Garden Sale now on Visit Easy Living Furniture Don't miss out Find your local store online at easylivingfurniture.ie Leia Healthcare Looking after you always Proud sponsors of Real Health with Carl Henry Welcome to Real Health with me Carl Henry in association with Leia Healthcare Folks, there's been lots of doom and gloom over the course of the last couple of weeks. So on today's show, I thought I'd bring someone who is optimistic, positive and full of energy. I'm delighted and really looking forward to chatting to Donica O'Callaghan. Donica, welcome to the Real Health Podcast. Thanks so much for having me on. Jeez, my head is barely fitting on the screen with the intro. Well, listen, Donica, I'm delighted to get to chat to you. You're someone I've always been looking to chat to. And we did a call out on Instagram about three weeks ago, there thereabouts with people to see who they wanted to get on the show. And you were by far the most popular request. And you know what? It wasn't just the women. So how are you surviving <laughs> down in Cork? How's things? Yeah, things are good. Like, obviously, like everyone else, it's uh, it, you don't like being kind of confined and, you know, having to not follow the rules, but just having that bit of freedom taken away from you. So that part of it is really tough. We have uh, four small kids, well, small in terms of nine down to four. So... Um, it's a busy house and uh, Carl, you know the, the times where you just need a little bit of space, you know what I mean? That's gone at the moment, so managing stuff like that has been tough, but from my point of view, it's been great. I probably jumped in and started doing a little bit too much from last September to kind of the end of January this year and maybe got the priorities wrong a little bit, if you know what I'm saying. You, you know the way as well, work can kind of get on top of you, you can keep chasing it and but for me it's been great i know this sounds awful and you shouldn't say it but just being around my family way more and having that time has just been heaven and i think it's uh it's kind of put into perspective the proper balance to have as opposed to um what you think could be important yeah i think it's forced people to really stop and evaluate what they were doing beforehand and it's happened very quickly um i'm this myself included I, I, similar to yourself i've been chasing my tail quite a bit and it's been lovely just to be home and just to be appreciate the simple things as opposed to you know the the the, the busier things or the crate it's simple is good yeah absolutely and it was a buddy of mine said it to me a few years ago and i didn't really get it and i thought he was being kind of corny and, and he was there like we were chatting about getting the balance right with your family and he's there uh how do you spell love? And I was there, it's on about like me there, T-I-M-E, you know what I mean? It's just, it's been there. And uh, I suppose for the last five years, I've been chasing rugby over in, in England. And then I came back and there is a bit of pressure to transition from the sport. So I kind of dived straight in mad to find uh, what I'd love to do. And I suppose, uh, I know this sounds mad, but thankfully the last little while has let me take a breath and go, yeah, actually, you know, maybe that's not the important thing. The important thing is under your roof and making sure they're all in good form, they're all healthy, well and safe. And what simple things are you putting in place to keep the house going forward and keep the, the house kind of, you know, 
uh, healthy and structured and stuff. What simple things have you put, have you put in place for, that our listeners might be able to use? Yeah, well, I'm, I'm doing one. I'm getting out of the way when it comes to school time because I, I, <laughs> I got kicked out of class. Moon toward Jenny kicked me out. Uh, I was making faces at my um, my six year old Robin, and she was there. Dad's distracting me, Mom. I was there. Don't sniff, Robin. <laughs> Don't be telling. So uh, I clear out of the house for that that part of it. But just like everyone, trying to get a bit of a routine and a schedule in place. And um, for me, kind of fundamental block always has been training and. Uh, that's changed an awful lot. I used to be in kind of high-performance sports, so it was real and measurable and accountable, whereas now I, I'm probably not fit for purpose to play a rugby match, but I'm incredibly healthy, and I'm, um, I actually I feel a massive onus on me as a dad, and um, I know Jenny's the same way, to dictate how healthy and well our kids are that's a real responsibility for us as opposed to you know looking I'm not going to say excuses but looking around for anyone else to take control you know I think if you're blessed and lucky enough to have healthy kids there's a responsibility on you to make sure that they're active and they're you know that they're in the right place and that you do stuff and I'll be honest we're having a bit of crack doing it too that doesn't surprise me now in all fairness but I think it's a really important point in terms of you know family health it is down to the family and it is down to each individual household to be responsible for the health of that family and as parents as the adults in the house the onus is very much on us to create that environment absolutely no it should get supported from around the place there should be you know facilities and things to do but at the moment there isn't and I just, I don't like, we used to have a saying about ringing the bell for an excuse. I don't like, you know, being able to say, oh, they don't have gymnastics, they don't have, you know, uh, whatever it is, hockey or soccer or whatever they're meant to be at. Like, all kids need an hour of vigorous exercise every day, and it's so important they get it. And there's brilliant ways to do that. Like, we, I honestly, all of this, I might have been handy at rugby, but I was stuck in the mud champion at the moment. So you know what I mean? Or this brilliant game we're playing at the moment, Sly Fox. It's where someone looks at the wall and then when they turn around, you have to move and not get caught. And um, I think I could excel at that if there was ever a European Cup. <laughs> what do you miss most about the high performance end of things? I'm going to go there for a little bit because A, I'm fascinated yeah. by it myself. I watched you as a, as a spectator. Uh, through all those monsters and all, and you know, I, I admired your passion and your your ability to. It was a very raw passion on the pitch. What do you miss most about that? Um, I I, I was watching Paul O'Connell on, on the late late, and he nailed it. It's a sense of purpose. So the most important thing. Everyone, you, you, there's a collective goal, and no one's no one goes against it. And this is a ruthless thing to say, Carl. But if someone does. You nearly weed them out. So, like high performance isn't it isn't a nice environment. Everyone thinks of the brilliant days where you win, but there's those horrible days, and there's this kind of uh, there's an environment where if someone is going to hold you up or slow you down or, or not pull with the team, that you're actually quite ruthless to them. And uh, uh, there's part, I know this sounds a bit sad, but there's parts of that that I really miss because. Uh, there was really honest uh, appraisal and feedback. So people would say to you, Donica, your 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 defence is not good 
enough at the moment. And if you don't improve that, we're all going to suffer. And I love that type of an environment where you're so caring about someone that you say it. You know, that's um, because in some environments that doesn't happen. And I've noticed as you move away from that, that kind of, uh, kind of what would you call a high-performance sport, like every... HR department in the country would say you can't say that to them. Whereas <laughs> in 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 the high performance sports, you shake their hand. You're like, thanks for being honest. Thanks for for actually helping me. You know, and uh, I, I suppose that's the main side of it. I miss. I don't miss the knocking my body around the place or um, my position. I had to put my head between two big asses and push. So I, <laughs> I certainly don't miss that. But uh, yeah, and and the other thing you badly miss is is the fun uh, around the dressing room. We've thirty, maybe forty lads, these similar ages, all getting on really well. And it's juvenile and silly, pulling down each other's tracksuit pants and just stupid things that you wouldn't even think of knowing in the real world. But uh, it was good fun at the time. And how did you decide to make the transition? So when you hung up your boots, uh, how, how do you decide to make the transition to television and radio? As a, uh, as a, as was, you know, not just in terms of what you did, which was in terms of rugby and maybe commentating and stuff like that, but actually to branch out a career out of TV and out of radio. So where did that come from? Yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say I'm anywhere close. With I, I'll be honest. It's, I'm massively grateful for the opportunity. I know I'm privileged and unbelievably lucky to get it. And probably it's, it's a result of rugby, you know, that you have a bit of profile and that you might be, be afforded those type of opportunities. But for me, that, that's what it is at the moment. I have a chance and I must say, Carl, I'm loving it. I'm absolutely loving it. I, I get the kind of feeling like... A, do for matches I know we were chatting off camera there about the importance of even getting an intro right and there's small little things that that you learn and I, I must say the environment in 2FM I'm loving it's the closest I've had to a dressing room there's a kind of uh, get better environment and if I, I, I'm one of those people if I'm learning and improving I, I, I love that but if I'm kind of just treading water I'd I nearly slapped myself in the face. So I'm constantly being challenged to improve and get better. I know I'm miles off where I need to get to, but I'm I'm willing to kind of make the sacrifices and and put it in again with that. So I am in in terms of a kind of clear plan to make it in TV and radio. It wasn't the case, I suppose. Um, I know now I've an opportunity, and if I'm good enough, maybe. That could continue, but if I'm not, I'll get spat out the back. And to be fair, there's only one person responsible for that, and that's me, and I'm okay with that. So I know I have to uh, get better and improve. And uh, it's just small little things. It's it's so hard. Like people see what we <laughs> do on Operation Transformation, and like I used to be the greatest fellow for watching uh, uh, Ryan Tuberty and Ray Darcy, and kind of going, "Geez, that's a grand old." And then you do it, you're there. That is so hard. That is someone shouting in your ear and having to listen kind of actively to find the kind of, you know, you, you, the question's in front of you, but the conversation isn't going that way. And you're there, oh, no, can I risk it? You know, and uh, 
But I, I, I must say I'm loving it. I really am. You're listening to Real Health in association with Leia Healthcare with me, Carl Henry. And you, you very much seem to apply the same principles as you did when you were in the high performance unit, which is seeking feedback, seeking critical feedback and striving to be the very best that you can be at it. Yeah, I think, look, that's, I'll be honest, you're lucky with rugby, and I've been certainly lucky with it, that it gives you building blocks that you could take to anything. Um, you know, you, you know what good it is. You know how to win, you know how to conduct yourself, you know how to, to you know, probably um, look to improve and get better. And, yeah, that's certainly been the case. The only part of it I miss is, I miss the group dynamic of it, though. The kind of we were like a school of fish. You know what I mean? And it was it was easy to kind of hide behind that as well. You know, there was times where uh, it, it's easy to just keep your head down and leave someone else take all the heat. Or um, like in our, just looking at our, our teams, maybe you know, an awful lot of responsibility goes to certain other players. But you could have had a howler of a game and not played really well and. You, you know someone like the 10 or the old half, Ron O'Gara is getting all the blame and you can hide in behind that if you want, unless you're honest and, you know, speak up. So I do miss, I do miss the probably team side, but, but that's where I'm lucky at the moment. There's the, I'm in good environments. Anna Geary tells me you're secretly the really competitive one in Ireland's fittest family. She said he's all Dawson and he's all the crack, but behind the scenes, he's super competitive. Tell us a bit more about Ireland's no, fittest families. <laughs> Never mind Anna Gary. She's only Um Yeah, I suppose like I and it's a mad thing, Carl. When I look back at my playing career and I did a documentary and the big question is like you know, who are you? And to work out who are you are. and I I'm there I'm perfectly fine with who Donald O'Callaghan is. I know him inside out, but I don't know the lunatic that used to play rugby. That guy not her. <laughs> so and I, I think there's times when it comes to competitive edge side, I I actually have a bit of a problem with that. And the problem with Ireland's fittest family is you've three other coaches that are exactly like that as well. And and when when I'm in that kind of competitive environment, and the the thing is with that is when you start caring is the the biggest problem. I'm fine if I know this sounds awful. I I nearly love a family that didn't care because then you're there. You know, they're not too bothered, so I don't have them to myself. When you get around a family that absolutely want to give their best and give their all, and they're like, oh, no, here we go. I have to, I have to go to the well here in terms of, you know, emotionally getting invested as well. So, um, yeah, but it, it's, um, I suppose, yeah, I nearly guard myself, though, Carl, from competitive things now. You know, like, I know Dervla Rourke's on to me at the moment to send her my 1K running time, and I don't want to get involved in that because I know what will happen. She, like, she's doing a really good time, and I won't stop until I, 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 it's improved or got better, and I don't like that fella. <laughs> yeah, see, there's an obsessive side to you in some respects when it comes to yeah. competition and really kind of striving. And I suppose Ireland's Fittest Family would have been a very a natural place for you to, to, to fit in terms of television, in terms of competition, pushing people, all of that. Talking about working with children then, so a totally different side to, to, Don, to Donica Callahan that, you know, that was a surprising one for people, but that works really, really well. Tell us about the show that you do with children. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm hosting Too Talented and it's into its uh, third season. They're actually, shameless plug, we're actually uh, looking for people now that are maybe stuck Great. at home. There we go, they might have it. 
a guitar in the corner maybe, or maybe <laughs> two, and a niece or a nephew that they could perform with, so Carly could be in. Uh, but um, do you know what? My teammates used to slag me that I always kind of got on well with, in, in rugby, you have like the, the supporters club and the kids supporters club, and there's always stuff like the kids supporters. And I, 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 I always was heavily involved in stuff like that. And my teammates like, Thunders is great with the kids because they're the same mentality. So uh, <laughs> I, I just, I, I suppose I enjoy doing this and it's always been a bit of fun. But um, it's, it's good learnings as well for me in terms of, uh, you know, improving and, and getting better. But it's, uh, there's, there's some unbelievable moments within that show and, I don't, I, I, if I'm honest, I don't have the skill set to probably navigate some of the situations. So last year, there was a grandfather who sang with his granddaughter. And it was just a beautiful, special moment. But he started getting emotional. And in rugby, when someone gets emotional, you get a million miles away from them. You know what I mean? Like, never show weakness. And they're in my ear going, oh, keep pressing him. Keep Ask him what the little girl means to him. And then they're like, this, no, I can't do that. <laughs> So there's the, the balance and act and learning, but I, I must say I love it, I enjoy it, and I'm kind of, uh, I'm probably like that, I, I have the mindset of a seven-year-old anyway, so I like having a bit of crack and a bit of fun. What do your children think of you being on television? Uh, I, I watched one of the shows once with them, and like he's very much Donica, you know what I mean? It's not dad, so they're kind of watching it going, yeah, but it is a little bit weird for them on some of the stuff. At the start, uh, when it came to Fittest Family, they all loved Anna. She's the Elsa of the show. Like, So they were shouting for her. I was there <laughs> sitting in my own front room, and they're like, come on, Anna, get them over the wall. Like, There's no loyalty here. So, uh, yeah, they, um, you know, they're, they're fine, like, in terms of they know that, you know, it's TV and their dad's on it, but they're not... Uh, like my, uh, the funniest moment I had was with my little girl and I just packed up and I was, I was heading off somewhere and I was putting on a tie and she was Dad, what, what's that? And <laughs> she hadn't seen me in a tie like I was there. This, this isn't very healthy or all right for a kid not to think. So to be fair, I've been lucky enough to blag my way in a tracksuit for 20 odd years. So if I Join the club, my friend. Join the club. <laughs> Don't I know? Me and my shorts and my t-shirts. No <laughs> harm. <laughs> which is good yeah. so in terms of, i suppose family health um i i'm gonna ask you for some tips around that i suppose we put people listening in like we're a couple of weeks into this and chances are there may be a couple of weeks more um the best tips that you guys have found as a family to keep to keep healthy together if you're top three or your top five yeah i hate giving tips to like unlike you you're qualified and when it comes <laughs> you know i mean i'm I'm qualified to put, like I said, to put my head between asses and pushing. So I always feel bad when there's people with maybe more expertise. But yeah, there is it's, it's, it's really important to ask some experience too. You have, a, you have a great passion for health. You can see it just from chatting to you. You have a yeah. great, you know, as a role model. And, you know, even the statement of saying to families around the country, look, you know, as parents, we are responsible, yeah. um, which is fantastic. So just, it's, it's, it's great to get tips from experience too, you know. Yeah, one of the wins we used to always say in, in rugby is you, you can't out-train a bad diet. So, like, if, if someone is eating really poorly, you, like, train all you want, but you're not going to beat that. Like, so, you're like, I, I always train to be fit, healthy, and well, but nutrition is what fuels you and keeps you right. And I think it's one of the main things that people can tend to overlook. And, um, 
the the one that I am I, um, I had a brilliant nut- uh, nutritionist one Graham Close and I remember I brought him in what I was taking was all carried all different types of seaweeds and all different types of kind of natural food that I was hoping would give me a one percent advantage and I remember he sat down with me and he was there yeah there might be some reason for that but not a whole lot and he was there can I say something to you he's there this morning at your hydration test you were dehydrated. And he was there, you're chasing one percenters here, but that's that's a close on a 14 percenter. And you're, you're like, why not look after that? And I remember that was like a, a slap in the face that everyone was chasing the, the small ones were eating well, being hydrated and, and small bits of exercise. You know what I mean? Like, like everyone probably thinks they have to run a marathon. You don't. You can you can break it down and do it in bits. So. You know, don't always go chasing the one percenters when the big rocks aren't right. If you get your big rocks right, which are nutrition, health, and uh, uh, sorry, exercise, and you know, uh, hydration, I think they're the the kind of pillars of it all. But um, and of course, do it, do do it as a family unit, which is crucial. Final question: um, How does the future look post COVID for 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 Dunlop O'Callaghan? What's yeah, coming down the line? Uh, yeah, I, I, I'll be honest with you, there's a little bit again where I kind of, I'm a little bit nervous about. It is so easy for me, Carl, to tell you a five-year rugby goal. You know what I mean? It, it nearly went either World Cup or Lions Tour, and I could break it down. Whereas at the moment, I I know and I'm thankful I've an opportunity with the radio and I want to get better and improve on that. But um, as for that, I, I'm, I'm still trying to work it out. I really am. and. I, I'm not just saying it in, as a fob off because I'm nervous about it. You know, I, I actually don't. If you've asked me in, in my rugby chat to where am I in five years' time, I could tell you nearly to the day I'm there. Like, I'm in Port Elizabeth and the Lions tour is on and I'm there and I'm in the... Whereas now I'm there. And a part of me nearly has to have the confidence to, to actually stick my chest out and go, I'm, I'm doing this and I'm going that way. But at the moment, I'm a bit of a mere cat around it that I'm... I, you know that confidence to nearly back yourself yeah and do you think it'll be more balanced than what it would have been before covid in terms of you know you're driven by the obviously radio tv being really good at it and trying to be the best at it and get your, your feedback but i suppose i'm I, i'm asking because this is where my own thoughts are going in terms of life yeah. i can see life being very much more balanced out than it was prior to to this oh 100 and look i i always thought you know if i look back in time what would I want people to think of me or what would I want to even think of myself? And no, I know I have it absolutely perfect. I just want to be a good dad. Like if, if they say, yeah, he was handing off a rugby player and he went on to do that at Grand, but I'd love my four kids to kind of go, he was top of the bus. He was, you know what I mean? He set us up nicely. And, and that absolutely 100% the priority for so you're looking for acts for your uh, your your Ortiz Junior show, which is great. You're on the radio, of course. What what nights are you on the radio? We're on Monday to Friday, six to seven at the moment. We were six to eight, but unfortunately, Carl, there is no sport, so we're blagging it. <laughs> <laughs> Myself, Marie Crow, and Ruby Walsh just, but uh, yeah, it's good, and I must say, I'm enjoying it and, and learning a lot. Fantastic. Well, listen, Donegan, thank you so much for joining us. It's been a pleasure to have you on. You've been on my bucket list for a long time, and our listeners as well wanted you on. So much appreciated, and give the very best to all your family, and we'll talk to you soon.
Never a problem. Thanks so much. Folks, that's it for another episode of Real Health with me, Carl Henry, in association with Leia Healthcare. I really hope you enjoyed today's show. As ever, you know where we are. It's at realhealth at independent.ie, at carlhenrypt on Twitter and on Instagram. I'm delighted to announce we have a competition over the course of the next couple of weeks. I've got five of my books to give away. Very simple, on iTunes, simply rate and review, and you're in the competition. Have a great week, and I'll see you soon. Leia Healthcare, looking after you always. Proud sponsors of Real Health with Carl Henry.